Today's podcast is brought to you by Red Wine. Yes, Red Wine. Have you had some Red Wine today? Nick hasn't. He doesn't be drinking wine, but I have had some Red Wine today. I have some water in a red cup. Today's show is brought to you by Water in a Red Cup. Yes, Water in a Red Cup. It is the premier way to drink water on Friday nights. What did you eat tonight, Nick? Uh, I had brats, but they were filled with like Ru- like Reuben sandwich parts. So it was like Reuben brats. Is that what they have up north in the Midwest? Yeah, well, they had them for special at the butcher that Kevin goes to. So he got some and brought them over, and then we fried them up. Good old Kevin posted like a video on Instagram, and it was like a unicorn. Yeah, he only posts costume stuff there. So uh, he's making these binoculars for Metal Gear Solid, and so he posted about the binoculars. I saw them in with my own eyes today. I looked through them. Oh, yeah? Yep. Metal Gear. You know, my first costume I ever made was Metal Gear. The Pain. I'm pretty sure that Kevin's first one might have been Snake. Yeah, I've seen him do Snake. He does a good Snake. He's doing it at C2E2 next week. Oh, nice. Good old Kev. Um, Guys, welcome to the Trelour Blazures, a podcast where two dumb dudes talk about movie Trelours, veggie game trailers, uh, movie news, and sometimes play fun games. And we got a new game for you tonight. What you think about that? Hmm? Yeah, it's a really weird one. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that one. And you and you might say, Ben, why is it, or Ben and Nick, why is it so weird? Well, I came up with it when I was on my meds and I <laughs> and also had a fever. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's that kind of a game. It's that kind of a game. So we're going to see how it goes. We haven't even tested it. Uh, so hopefully it'll work. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Hey, let's talk about what we had done watch this past two weeks. Alrighty. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ben was sick last week, so we didn't record. So that's why y'all had to wait extra to hear me say that I finished History of the World Part 2. Very good. I enjoyed it. Still caught up on Mandalorian. Uh, This season is great. It's the Bo-Katan proves she's cooler than everyone's season. And then I started watching Poker Face on Peacock the ryan johnson mystery show that's yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like structured after columbo you know where oh where like you know what happened so it's not a who done it it's a how catch them yeah and natasha leone is not like a cop or a detective she's just figuring things out that she's in proximity to because it when she she gets bothered by it and then she can't let it go it's so good it's really really good that does she talk like this? He's got a shadow under his nose, like Columbo. Yeah. She kind of does because uh, uh, it's Natasha Leone, so she's got that gravelly smoke voice, you know? <laughs> yeah. So kind of, yeah. That Peter Falk kind of, like a female Peter Falk voice. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, everyone should watch it. John Hodgman and uh, John Darnielle from The Mountain Goats are in episode four. I didn't know John Darnielle. I knew Hodgman was in it, but I didn't know John Darnielle was in it. So that was great. Mountain Goat's one of the best bands of all time. Um, and that's what I watched. I have also watched a few episodes of History of the World Part 2. I am liking it. It's funny. Schmuck Mudman, you are correct. It was hilarious. Yeah, he's the funniest. He's my favorite yeah. character. So It's a little more sexual humor, I would say, than I was expecting. But, but I guess they're continuing in the tradition from the first one. Uh, that raunchy 80s humor, maybe. But, yeah, it's um, Mel, Mel Brooks humor. Yeah, Mel Brooks. Uh, I finished Formula One Drive to Survive. I feel like you have that on your list every week, always, no matter what time of year it is. <laughs> it's funny because, like, Formula One Drive to Survive is definitely more interesting than actual Formula One. Because <laughs> Formula One, it's always like the person who wins was 17 seconds ahead of the person in P2. So it's just like. And it's always going to be Mercedes or Red Bull. They just can't get away from it. Um, IndyCar's better. Sorry. Uh, oh, but this is this is news. I, I guess it's news. Um, next month, I believe April, I think it's at the end of April, uh, the uh, IndyCar has a show coming out on the CW of all places. I don't know why the CW, but anyway. Um, it's called 100 Days to Indy. So it's like 100 days till the Indy 500, and I'm actually really excited. It looks like, and I saw the trailer to it uh, on Instagram, and it actually looks decent. Like it actually looks really like well produced. So Ben, we all know you are super into the CW and all of its programming. <laughs> yeah, big Supernatural fan here. Big uh, 
Jughead. What's that show called with Jughead? Riverdale. Riverdale, yeah, big Riverdale fan. Riverdale is actually extremely entertaining to watch because yeah. of how bad it is. I would watch it with you. I'd have to watch it with you, you know? Yeah, I when I watch, I'm not caught up, but when it, when I was watching it, Steph and I would watch it at the same time, and then we were messaging each other during it, and that's what made it so fun. Ah, uh, I would maybe check it. So Nick and I occasionally will send cringy stuff to each other on uh, Instagram, like just that cringe content. Yeah. Oh man, you just crawl up and die. I'm just thinking of the last one you sent me, and it, it, I, I did the cringe with, with my face. I cringed. <laughs> He curled up and died inside, folks. Uh, I watched part of the Oscars, and I only really, I really watched the only part that matters, which was seeing Kihei Kwan win. He is just the sweetest individual. Uh, protect him. May he continue to win. What's actually the most important part is Brendan Fraser winning Best Actor for the, oh, that- for the 1999 movie The Mummy, but in 2023, <laughs> which was a weird, a weird delay on that Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> for that win for the mummy in 1999 yeah un- an unprecedented award there yeah. for uh, for him because you know that's what it was for yeah so uh i've also been watching mando i'm not i haven't watched the the last episode of mando here's how so. it ends uh, i will say uh lad this is not a spoiler but i did enjoy last episode getting an extended tour of coruscant yeah that was really cool that was really neat so the, the other night i was watching um I can't remember what I, I couldn't go to sleep, right? Uh-huh. And I was on uh, YouTube TV. Okay. And on the on, I guess it was suggested to me or something, but BattleBots. There was BattleBots. So you went took a little trip to 1997. I did. I did. Actually, I think this was so. This was like season 21 or something. So I think it was like maybe two years ago because people were were wearing masks, you know. Okay. And dude, I swear to you, I watched probably like three hours of BattleBots. <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube TV, and I loved every second of it. Like I was like, I know the bots that I like, and I'm like, if I were to bet, like who would I bet on? Like it was awesome. Dude. I love BattleBots. That's great. Yeah, no, I can totally see you watching three hours of BattleBots. That makes perfect sense. It was just me alone upstairs, man. I really dug it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and then I have a so I have a commission. I have a shoe commission that I'm um, going to start working on, and I've actually been working on another pair of shoes. But I was uh, of course watching Star Trek Lower Decks, and I finished season two, and I was sad because I thought that was the last season. It's not. Nope. There's three. There's three. Nick, you should have seen the elation on my <laughs> face when I saw season three. I was so happy. So I'm starting on season three now. Excellent. Yeah. Well, you'll be all good to go with me and Missy then at Dragon Con. Oh yeah, and I still gotta make I still gotta make um, Badgie for Dragon Con. Yeah. Uh, oh Badgie. Oh bad. Good old Badgie. All right, folks. Well, that's what we done had watched this past two weeks, and that brings us to the new news. This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. We actually have a few items this week, more than last time. Yeah. Uh, so they're making a TV series uh, for Blade Runner 2099, which is going to be on Amazon. And they they got a director, and it's uh, Jeremy Podeswa, I don't know how to say his name, uh, who is a big Game of Thrones director, so... I thought this was going to like peter out and never happen. This Blade Runner twenty ninety nine show. Oh, you had heard about this before? Oh, I heard about it. Yeah, and then I just didn't hear anything for a while. Uh, but I guess they're actively working on it, which is cool. I always want more Blade Runner. Yeah, I do too. Especially if it's done well and has some money pumped into it. Right. Yeah. Especially if it has that that good good cyberpunk aesthetic that we gotta need. have the aesthetic. Gotta have the feel. Gotta have the the vibe, baby. That's right. The vibe is all important. Yeah, give us the vibe. Uh, another piece of news here. Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro's next big project is a take on Frankenstein. with, And I, I don't know if it's potentially or if it's confirmed, but Oscar Isaac, Mia Goth, and Andrew Garfield. I think all of those people would want to be in a Guillermo del Toro movie. Yeah. And therefore, it will be real. Yes, I. This is that's a nice little stack there. So I'd be into this. You know, I'll take a a new take on the Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll check it out. I, check it I out. usually end up checking out Guillermo del Toro movies. Uh, not all of them. Some of them I didn't want to watch, but I watched a good chunk of them. 
Uh, Gears. Another thing that happened is Gears of War, the Netflix movie, has a writer. So that is still seems to be a thing that's happening that will probably yeah. have Dave Bautista in it. Maybe so. So not only are they doing a, a movie, like a live-action movie, but they're also doing two or three anime, Gears of War anime projects alongside this. That seems like a natural fit for Gears of War. Big bug monsters and chainsaw guns. Yeah. I just hope they do a better job than Blade Runner, that, that, you know, those like anime tie-ins that they did, because they were not good. Well, the none is more egregious than that Black Lotus series. That that's what I'm. That's like, what I'm yeah. thinking of. Yeah, because the blackout, the blackout short, the short anime that the Cowboy Bebop dude made is excellent. I've not seen it. Oh, it's just it's a pre prequel. It happens between Blade Runner and Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and it's uh, the blackout that they mentioned, the one that wiped out all of the information in the library. Uh. But yeah, that one was made by the cowboy, cowboy Bebop dude, so that one's really good. But it's only oh, a short. It's on YouTube. Oh, okay. I need I need to see that. Yeah, I'll send it to you. It's really good. Okay. Uh, and then the last piece of news we have here is Secret Invasion release is pushed from May to June, so not a not a big push. Well, it's funny because we didn't even have a release date for it, and then they they said this, and it's like. We didn't know it was coming out in May. <laughs> so you could have just said it was coming out in June. Yeah. Only the internal people would have yeah, known. Yeah, that's literally true. Like, it literally was an internal date, and then they they published it, and it's like, oh, okay. Well, happy birthday to uh, to us, then. We get our Secret Invasion gift. Yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to this. Yep, me too. Very much. I think it'll be fun. Get me some scrolls. The, give us the scrolls. Um... All right, that does it for all the new news, and that brings us to the Alterna trailers. Haven't seen this one in a while, have you? I haven't. You've surprised me with this, good sir. Yeah, so Derek sent sent this in, and it's a, a trailer for the new edition of Warhammer 40K. Now, I asked him about this, um, because I don't know anything about Warhammer, other than I like how it looks aesthetically. And I said, is this for the tabletop? And then he said, yeah, it's supposed to be a big overhaul of the rules and will majorly simplify the game. So I I take it to be the Dungeons & Dragons 5E then of Warhammer where it made yeah. it more accessible for people. Yeah. I like Warhammer, like the aesthetic of it, and I don't know anything about the lore. So watching this made me like pretty excited for the Amazon series that they're going to make. And uh, I would also watch an animated one made by whoever animated this. It's like Blizzard where they make a really good animated thing. And then it's like, well, can I have more of this? Yeah, it was it was pretty B.A. Like I was like, oh, this is cool, man. Yeah. And it, it, you know what it came into stark contrast with is that pitiful Diablo <laughs> teaser that was that we got. A couple yeah, ago. that was a bad one. God, Diablo made a good one before that, but yeah. that one was terrible. Yeah, but this this looked cool, man. Like, and I was the same way. I was like, I could do a, a computer animated movie of this or live action. Yeah, let's let's go. Yeah, so I, I'll be keeping an eye on uh, any Warhammer TV projects that come out. Hey, speaking of keeping an eye on stuff, when is that um in the, that movie with the either the Pakistani girls that are doing like kung fu and stuff, like stunt like the stunt uh, stunt women movie? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll have to look up the release date for that. Yeah, we're supposed to keep our ears to the ground on that one. Yep. All right, folks. It is time for a new game. Yes. A new, new game. New, new game. A new, new game. And it's called Stump the Robot. Wait a minute, Ben. That's You've already played the game. No, no. Let me finish. Let me speak. Let me speak. This one's called Stump the Robot with accents. This is a ridiculous thing. <laughs> okay. So don't ask me how I came up with this idea. It was I was in the bed, okay? Fever. So what we're going to do is we're going to pull up Google. And it, it, you know on Google you can click the microphone button and then speak you, whatever you want to Google? Uh-huh. And it will just transcribe your voice, right? So voice to text. Yes. So we are going to do that, but we are going to speak in a certain accent. And, and each of us has written lines for the other person to read. Yeah. And we're going to start out with sort of a light accent, and then we're going to progressively get heavier and heavier, and we're going to see what Google transcribes, if it can even understand us at all. 
Yep, we're gonna. This is not. A lot of times we flavor our games to be like about movies or something, but this is just something we're doing. This is just a stupid thing we're doing. Okay, yeah. two dumb dudes, right? Yeah. Okay, so Nick, you're gonna go first. Okay. Okay. So get your Google open. I got it. All right. Here is your. So Nick, you're gonna do a Wisconsin accent. Okay. Okay, and here's your lines. <laughs> Uh, okay, this is great. And then All you'll right. just tell us what Google what Google transcribes. All right. So I should say it. I should say it kind of more in my normal voice first. Yeah. And then I'm gonna get more and more scanny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, just gonna slip past you there with this here basket of cheese. Then I gotta scoop this cockadoodie snow. Google transcribed it absolutely perfectly. Okay. That time. <laughs> okay. Now I should up it. Yeah, up it, like, by 50%. I think if I go to Google Translate, this will be easier. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, just got to slip past you there with this here basket of cheese. Then I got to scoop this cockadoodie snow. (laughs) 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 All right, so now it said, uh, Hope just got to slip past you there with this here basket of cheese. Then I got to scoop this cockadoodie snow. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now do... Do like severe scan. Right, I'll do I'll do Charlie Beeren's here. Okay. Oh, I've just got to sleep past you there with this here basket of cheese. Then I gotta scoop this cackadoodie snow. <laughs> snow. All right. So okay, so it said Bob just got to sleep yesterday with this here basket of cheese. Then I gotta stoop, s- scoop this cackadoodie snow. It got cackadoodie better. <laughs> It literally sp- it spelled out cockadoody this time. <laughs> but Bob That's just got asleep yesterday. <laughs> Bob just got asleep yesterday. Oh, uh, this is a fun game. <laughs> Do you want it to go now? Yeah, yeah, I'll go. Okay, what accent am I doing? Southern. So, okay, Southern, okay. I thought I never saw a saw, but then she said I seen one. <laughs> I thought I never saw a saw, but then she said I seen one. So I got it perfect. Okay. All right. I thought I never saw a saw, but then she said I seen one. <laughs> so they took out the A. So it said I thought I never saw saw, but mm-hmm. then she said I seen one. All right, now now we gonna get real thick. Yeah, Mike's level. All right, here we go. I thought I never saw a saw, but then she said I seen one. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. All right, this is what I thought I said. I thought I-94, Sawa Sawa, <laughs> but then she stayed I-seen. <laughs> uh, a new tongue twister would be a good one. That is good. Okay. All right. So the next one. All right. So this one, you're going to do a Scottish. You're going to do a Scottish accent. All right. All right. All right. Sorry if any uh, Scottish people are hearing this. I'm, I'll do my best. <laughs> all right. If ye be sus, I didn't want nothing to do with ye. No cap. On God, if you be bussing, I think we can get a haggis. <laughs> so it already is wild. buck wild. Okay. <laughs> it says, if you'd be so, I didn't want nothing to do with you. No cap. On God, if you'd be busting, I think we can get a haggis. <laughs> busting. All right, now I'll turn it up some more. All right. All right. If ye be sus, I didn't want nothing to do with you. No cap. On God, if you be busting, I think we can get a haggis. Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> if y- if you'd be so, think I did not want beast with you, Cap. On God, think busting there can be an haggis. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. No, I gotta do one more too. Oh, it, well, even greater Scottish. I'd be even. This will be like a like a dwarven Scottish. Aye, deep in the mines. Yeah. If ye be sus, I didn't want nothing to do with ye. No cap. On good, if ye be bussing, I think we can get Argus. Okay. If you miss us, I didn't even want nothing to do with you. No cop. I'm good. If you be brushing, I think we can go, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Alright, so obviously the second one will be in your very, very good Australian accent. Okay. Yeah. Nar? All right, Ben. 
Here you go. Don't, no, no, don't give me a a Kiwi accent. I don't, I don't want to do that. Okay. No, you're gonna be Australian. Oh, you gave me another tongue twister. That's right. All right, here we go. If I had my druthers, I'd bother the buggers, or rather, I'd lead them away. That sounds like a limerick. Yeah, I, it is. <laughs> I wrote other verses of it, but I was just like, I'll just do the first one. Okay. So it says, if I had my druthers or bother the baggage, or rather I'd delay them away. <laughs> I love a limerick, dude. Yeah, that's what I was kind of coming up with. But then I was like, rein it in, rein it in. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. So number two. If I hid my druthers, I'd bother the baggers, or rather I'd lay them away. If I had more drivers, or <laughs> or bother the baggage, or are there, are the why didn't why. <laughs> okay, I don't know that I could give much thicker, but well, I'll give it a shot. You, there's a level beyond that you can take this, man. I, you know. Yep, that's it. If I hid my druthers, or bother the baggers, or rather I'd lay them away. <laughs> Oh my god, this is buck wild, dude. Oh my gosh. B41 Hammer Drive has Obama did baggins raping on laden the walleye. Baggins? Baggins. So it's like not a single word was translated correctly. Okay, everybody. This is the new podcast. <laughs> we're we're going to do full Patreon episodes of just this game. Just just uh, stomp the robot. With uh, accent. Accent edition. Folks, I hope you like that game. Uh, boy, that was fun. I had a good time on that one. Yeah, that was very good. Stump the robot. Maybe I should uh, get fevers more often. If you want any limericks or tongue twisters for us to play Stump the Robot with accents, uh, post them on Instagram and we will read them next week. Oh, that would be excellent, yes. Limericks. Yeah, limericks. Definitely su- submit the limericks. Yeah. Maybe I'll go and get the rest of the one I wrote today. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be good. Okay, folks. Um, that brings us to the new new. New, 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 new. New, new. New, new trailers. Uh, we have an Adele Dezine. The wickedly talented Adele Dezine. We do warn you a couple of boogers in here and then some stuff worth talking about, I think, maybe. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not, they're it's not a, a lot, it's not a great showing this week. No, the the booger meter is, is leaning more towards boogissimo. Yeah, we're sitting at a, we're sitting at a 51% on Rotten Tomatoes here. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a splat right now. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is more boogerissimo than uh, magnifico. You know that is true. The first one is uh, Blackberry. Yeah. So the plot of Blackberry, Blackberry, is the story of the meteoric rise and catastrophic demise of the world's first smartphone. We could have done that. That's like a tongue twister. We could have. (laughs) The story of the meteoric rise and catastrophic demise of the world's first smartphone. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Yeah. So this is a movie about the formation of blackberry which i did not know was a story worth telling <laughs> that, seriously uh stars jay baruchel glenn howerton and matt johnson also carrie elvis is in it uh everyone will know him as wesley from the princess bride and a bunch of other people including michael ironside who is sam fisher and Splinter he, is. he is um so glenn howerton looks just like ed harris in this like young ed harris it's just like exactly like him it's upsetting. And once I saw that, I couldn't focus on anything else. <laughs> Nick was upset. Yeah, so uh, apparently Glenn Howerton is Ed Harris because he's, like, bald in this. I, I had a Blackberry, but it wasn't, like, a Blackberry Blackberry. It was a knockoff, but it was shaped like a Blackberry. I would have rather have a sidekick than a Blackberry. Yeah, that was better, but I had a Blackberry. I never had. I never had one. I do own meme stock, though, of, of BlackBerry. Ashamedly, I own, like, way too much BlackBerry, like $1,200 or something stupid. You should have sold that. Yeah, well, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Maybe some. Maybe <laughs> they'll, they'll bounce back. I don't know. Yeah, technology is cyclical. That's why Dennis Duffy was the beeper king on 30 Rock. <laughs> Comes <laughs> back beep- around, Lemon. Beeper king. That's great. 
Uh, this does look good. I will. I don't know if I'll catch it. I don't know. Maybe I'll watch, look at my phone to it. I feel like so. Like they made like the origin of Tetris, which is super interesting. And yeah. I feel like this is like the. It's like the same kind of idea, but it doesn't look as good as Tetris. If this was directed by the same person who made uh, Social Network, would you watch it? Yeah, I would. <laughs> Aaron Sorkin wrote it. Like, oh yeah, Social Network. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did David did David Fincher direct the social network? Please edit that out if that isn't true or everyone will come for me. Yes, he did. Okay, I'm good. Okay. All right. <laughs> I was like if that's wrong, it's the stupidest thing I've ever said, but it is correct. You are you are correct. I'm always right with my directors. Uh, let's be careful with that word always. I'm almost always right with my directors. There you go. All right, folks, then the next trailer we have is Beef. <laughs> so, I listened to a podcast called Sitcom D&D which is Aaron Keefe from Hey Riddle Riddle, her boyfriend Sean, uh, and then a couple of other improv comedians, uh, Elizabeth Andrews, Waleed Mansour, and Ben Briggs. And Elizabeth Andrews' character is a halfling bard named Beef. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, that's where I, I kept thinking of Beef, the halfling bard, throughout this entire trailer, uh, which is, it doesn't fit because the plot is two people let a road rage incident burrow into their minds and slowly consume their every thought and action. So it's Stephen Yoon versus uh, Ali Wong. And uh, yeah, it's just like a revenge movie. Yeah, here here's here's the problem with this. Like a lot of us humans are at each other's throats. I don't think I want to see a movie with more of this. It depends because... This is probably a comedy, so it's probably... It doesn't have, like... I don't know. It's not It's not got comedy vibes, but it has, like, dark comedy vibes. Hmm. So, I don't know. It depends how it ends, I guess. But I, I'm not really interested in it. Like, the trailer didn't win me over. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess it would depend fully on how it ended for me. Hmm. A, re- a, a, a reconciliation story? Yeah, like, or if they team up. I don't know. It just oh, yeah. doesn't look Some uh, friends become enemies, enemies become friends. Yeah, some of that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Working on that novel. <laughs> we're, we, we're quoting Family Guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> go to bed. All right, and you like the Smashing Pumpkins overlay, honey. Oh, yeah. Oh, So the music is killer this week. We got Smashing Pumpkins in this one. Uh, there's Rilo Kiley later. Rilo Kiley is in my top all five. Top five all-time bands. I love Rilo Kiley. Uh, next trailer we've got is The Big Door Prize. Okay, so this is a Chris O'Dowd Apple TV show uh, about the residents of a small town called Deerfield who one day discover a magical destiny-predicting machine in their grocery store. So, magical machine, as you said, it's a genre. Yeah, I think it's a genre like Groundhog Day. Yeah, started by Big and the, the robot... The Zoltan machine. Zoltan, yeah. Isn't there another show, I think, that has a magical machine very similar to this? Or or is this the, the show, the big door prize, is the one I'm thinking about? It's probably this one, but I'm sure there's many more. Yeah. There's something called Person of Interest when I was Googling this, and it was like, I've never seen it. Oh, but. yeah, yeah. That's the show with the dude from Lost. Uh, uh, ben from Lost. Ben Linus from Lost. Oh. Uh. Yeah. I know. I remember that show. Um, but yeah, this one is on Apple and it has Chris O'Dowd. So I love Chris O'Dowd. Um, and Apple's had a lot of good shows. Nothing bad that I've seen. Uh, some stuff has just been like, eh, eh, this is good. Not bad. Not great. But, uh, I'll check it out. Cause like Severance is one of the best things I've seen. And that was on Apple. Yeah. Severance is so good, man. Yeah. Give us season two. Yes, I want season two of Severance. Yeah. Uh, so then we have a trailer for Mafia Mama. Yeah, so uh, we were talking about this movie the other day, uh, Jess and I, and then our friend Jen, when we were walking dogs. So I was trying to desperately to make Mama Mia lyrics out of this. It was Mafia Mama, here we go again. Just when you get out, that's when they pull you back in. But, you know, <laughs> I'm... It's not tight enough because you're you're having to talk too fast. So. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. That's my experience with this movie. The plot is an American mom inherits her grandfather's mafia empire in Italy. Guided by the firm's consigliere, she hilariously defies everyone's expectations as the new head of the family business. Uh, I think it's consigliere, uh, not consigliere. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched Sopranos. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is uh, Tony Collette and Monica Bellucci, and it looks like a 90s comedy. Yeah, it does. I didn't laugh during the trailer. So I don't. I mean, it, I guess it could be funny. It really just depends on who wrote it. Someone from the nineties. <laughs> also, Tony Collette is Australian, and she only plays Americans. Oh, I didn't know she was Australian. Yeah, she is, and she only. I've never seen her be Australian. Tony. Tony Collette. Tony. Tony. Yeah. Tony is tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't think she's tiny. She looks kind of tall. I don't know. Sometimes it's deceptive. Do you think she swims? Is that is that is that racist? She's <laughs> she, Australian. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. You gotta be fast to get away from them sharks and crocodiles. Yeah, that swimming's a big deal down there. You, do you like to swim down there? No, water's full of monsters. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you don't get in the water. No. So, Mafia Mama, something that's coming out on something. Mafia Mama, here we go again. When I get out, that's when they pull me back. And there it is. There it is. You got there. Uh, I'll probably use that to, to make the stinger at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right. Then we have a an actual trailer, folks. An actual footage of The Little Mermaid. Yeah, so we all know the plot of this. I'm not going to recap it. Uh, this is the Disney live-action remake of The Little Mermaid. Uh, none of these Disney live-action remakes have been good, so I don't, I don't expect them to start becoming good. Um... Yeah, it's, it's it's got Halle Bailey and Melissa McCarthy and Javier Bardem, and I'm sure the soundtrack is fine. Bunch of cover songs of uh, Disney songs. It felt kind of flat for me. That you know the hair effect is really good, but you want to know what you want to talk about the magic in this. You know those magic trident, magic tridents and uh, witches and stuff. No, the most magical thing is that they're talking and ain't no bubbles coming out their mouth. So they have magical voices. That doesn't require any air to operate, um, and I guess they're breathing in water because they don't have gills. So <laughs> I'm bringing, I'm breathing in water. You're breathing. He's Nick is breathing in water, folks. So they're breathing in water through their mouths, not through gills. And so I guess it would make sense that if they're speaking, vocal cord vibrations are then going through the water. So now, now that I think about it, maybe they don't have a magical voice, but maybe they have lungs that breathe water how did it work in black panther with the the namor people i I don't think they explained it it wasn't an anime they're not gonna sit here and explain it they just talked yeah they just talked underwater did they talk underwater or were they quiet i know that at one point they retracted the water out of the room yeah i don't feel like they talked under the water maybe i'll have to rewatch it and find out you have it on 4k oh but you know the little mermaid i it's it's Melissa McCarthy is just never going to be the powerhouse that that role requires. No one on earth could you know, be Ursula. So it's I don't know. I'll probably never see. I'll probably never see this. No, I, I didn't even like this cartoon. <laughs> All I remember is going to see this movie in the theater and the trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming on the first one, and I'm being like. Get me out of this theater right now and put me into that theater. But I mean, it wouldn't come out for a few months. But I just remember that was the first time I'd ever seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like the live action. And I was like, as a kid, it was mind blowing. Yeah. I mean, it's a great movie. It holds up. The first one holds up. Absolutely. So, um, all right. So then we have a trailer for Great Expectations. Okay. So this is the Charles Dickens Great Expectations it follows Orphan Pip, who spent his childhood as a blacksmith's apprentice and suddenly receives a windfall from an unknown benefactor that allows him to travel to London and enter high society. So I I hate this book. This is one of the most boring, pointless, stupid books. I'm sorry if you're like a great expectation stan <laughs> out there, but this is the worst, worst, most stupid, boring, pointless uh, but how do you, oh, how, do you so really feel, so, how do you really feel, Nick? How do you really feel? It's oh, it's so bad. It's it's torturous. So Olivia Coleman is Miss Havisham, which is the only like character with anything to do in this book. Uh, she's just a crazy, uh, jilted woman who wears her wedding dress and has like her wedding stuff set up because her husband left her at the altar or whatever, and she went insane. 
So Pip has to go and hang out with her and and get this money, but it's just so boring. It's so boring. Yeah, this this sounds like a real snooze fest. It's terrible. Did they not make you read this in school? No, I've not. I've never read a single Charles Dickens novel. Okay, well, I've read several of them, and there's on the top end is Tale of Two Cities, which is the best one, which is actually great. And then there's this, which is uh, literally the other side of the earth from that one. It's so boring. I like. I truly find it offensively boring. I think the boring book they made us read was Wuthering Heights. I had to read that too. That is worse than Great Expectations, possibly. <laughs> it was one of the most boring things I've ever read. Well, let's talk about how bad Wuthering Heights is for a second. Because, okay, Wuthering Heights takes place over, is it two or three time periods? Because there's three women, all of them named Catherine, across, there's like the mother, the daughter, and there might even be another daughter after that. And then there's Heathcliff in the middle, and then I think there's a son whose name is also Heathcliff. So there's five characters in three timelines, and and they all have variations of the same name. Why Why would you do this? Why would you... You ghoul. Why would you do this? The only Heathcliff I want to hear about is the orange cat in the comics, because he's great. And that's uh, no cap. Yeah, no cap, no great expectations, and no weathering heights. Yeah, don't make movies of this stuff. This was a I say I didn't know it was about great expectations, but I thought this was a pretty cryptic trailer. And I was like, Oh, Olivia Coleman's in it, so it's probably good whatever it is. But now I'm like, no, this probably not gonna be good. No, it ain't good. You can't make a good great expectations. It's not a good story. It's not interesting. I'm only interested if if uh the Olivia Coleman's character is played by James Earl Jones and it's about these kids that play baseball in the lot next door and they have to go hang out with him and talk baseball. And he and then you get a baseball. With That's all the, the Sandlot, Ben. Ah, oh, dagnabbit! You've confused Great Expectations for the Sandlot again. It happens every episode. <laughs> uh, stupid, stupid. All right. So then we have a trailer for Chupa. While visiting family in Mexico, a teenage Alex gains an unlikely companion when he discovers a young Chupacabra hi- hiding in his grandpa's shed. To save the mythical creature. Alex and his cousins must embark on the adventure of a lifetime. This was a this was a pretty cryptid trailer. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the Chupacabra is my least favorite cryptid, um, and I'll tell you why. Oh yeah, tell me why. <laughs> I don't really like it either, but tell me. In Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare, you have these challenges that you can do, and I was I was trying to hundred percent the game because it was great, and one of them was to kill the Chupacabra in Mexico. And I spent at least at least 15 hours walking around the Mexican desert looking for this stupid thing. And I was looking on the internet, and I couldn't find it. I never did to this day. I never got it. And so I did not 100% the game. I 99%ed it because of the stupid chupacabra. And you know who got the chupacabra within five seconds of him looking for it? He just literally raised the scope and found it. Stupid Kevin. I was going to say, was it stupid, Kevin? Yeah. So why don't you take your chupacabra and cram it where the sun don't shine? You, 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 you cram this magic weasel where the sun don't shine, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, got him. Got him. Yeah, so the chupacabra is supposed to be a vampire alien-looking monster that drains livestock of their blood and then yeah in this it's like a like a cute kind of like griffin. it kind of looks like a griffin yeah like a like a i don't know like a happy little creature and i just yeah it's like a cat with wings yeah but not scary no i mean i think it's a young version of that because you see an adult version which is like as tall as a man maybe yeah which is a little cooler. I feel like if you're going to be a cryptid, you need to have a little size to you. You need to have a little bulk, a little heft to yeah. you. Otherwise, this is just going to be like macking me with chupacabras. <laughs> I do, they did, now, this chupacabra doesn't talk, but I did hate this. Yeah, no, I didn't like it. It's mostly because it made me think of PTSD of trying to find it in Red Dead. Yeah. And it's kind of like E.T., so I have a little PTSD there too, you know? Yeah, I don't like E.T. either. Mm. Okay, so then we have a Red Band trailer for Joyride. 
A headstrong solicitor's plan to offload her newborn baby to her sister is derailed when a vulnerable but opinionated teenager steals their taxi. I opened the wrong joyride. This is jo- <laughs> this is a different movie. Let me open up the correct one. Uh, so yeah, this movie is from 2022. Where's the new one? Here it is. <laughs> that one obviously. That one oddly enough also starred Olivia Coleman. Okay. Here's the real one. Okay. Follows four Asian American friends as they bond and discover the truth of what it means to know and love who you are while they travel through Asia in search of one of their birth mothers. So this is a movie with Ashley Park and Sherry Cola and David Denman. I don't know a lot of these actors, but I know I know most of the people who produced this movie. It's uh I think from Seth Rogen's company. Have you got it sounds like whoever made the hot dog movie? Yeah, yeah. The talking hot dog movie. Um the sh- the type of comedy like shock factor vulgar comedy is is not for me. It, you know, if it's for you, I hope you love it. You know, I just me, I didn't laugh at this. I just didn't it's not for me. I laughed a couple times when she punched that kid in the face, I laughed. Children <laughs> children being <laughs> blasted by things is is always funny to me as long as they aren't actually wounded yeah like <laughs> like on instagram when <laughs> when that kid's trying to do the obstacle course and gets hit by every single <laughs> one of the uh the rotating things that's hilarious so and then in stepbrothers when they beat up the kids at the end that's the funniest thing i've ever seen uh but yeah so i laughed at that and a couple other things in this but yeah not not generally my my sense of humor overall and this is about this is about the people who made uh crazy rich asian well i don't know i it just like the producers or something yeah maybe it says uh yeah from the co-writer of crazy rich asians and the producer of neighbors this is the end and blockers which is seth rogan ah okay yeah so all that makes sense yeah i'll probably never see it uh all right so then we have a trailer for you hurt my feelings yeah, this is Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and it's an A24 movie, and the plot is a novelist's long-standing marriage is suddenly upended when she overhears her husband giving his honest reaction to her latest book. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is great. I love her. She's the yeah. best character on Seinfeld. Tobias Menzies, he's good. He was uh, in The Crown. I really like him. He's great in The Crown. Yeah, he plays her husband. Uh, I This is looks like a kind of movie that I would probably watch oh really uh on hbo i like this kind of movie uh sometimes Hmm. and it has david cross and amber tamblin in it playing husband and wife and they are married in real life and that's probably funny because i like both of them and zach cherry from severance is in it as well uh this is not a movie for me i will never see this i'll watch it when it's on something but not i won't seek it out it has to come to me yeah but I just, yeah. I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus. She's great. Yeah. And she is good. Uh, then we have a trailer for Sweet Tooth Season 2, and I never finished the first season. I never started the first season. The first season was, like, something that I kept saying, oh, I should check this out. And then I never did, and then I don't have Netflix anymore. Yeah, it was good. I w- was it gripping? No, because I haven't finished it, so... Uh... But it was good. It was good enough to continue. Maybe I'll lunch watch it once uh, I get done with uh, Last of Us. It kind of reminds me of X-Men. Like the plot. Because it's like the mutants and the humans oh, are yeah. against them. So Yeah. I like X-Men. But they're all kids. Yeah. They're all kids. So that's coming out obviously on Netflix. Uh, then we have a trailer for Ride On. Yeah, so this is Jackie Chan. It's a Chinese Jackie Chan movie because he went back to China to make movies. Um, A washed-up stuntman and his stunt horse become an overnight social media sensation when their real-life fight with debt collectors goes viral. Uh, Obviously, a Jackie Chan movie about stunts is going to be great. He's, like, the best at stunts. He does his own. He creates all these new ones. Like crazy scenarios, he's you know he's always like jumping through rungs on ladders and stuff. Yeah, (laughs) he's undeniably great. So yeah, Uh, I feel like a lot of animal movies this week. A lot of animal movies this week for sure. Yeah, Uh, I will watch Jackie Chan do horse stunts though. That sounds great. I will watch Jackie Chan do horse stunts. 
Yeah. You, you heard it here, folks. I, I will say, the only, my takeaway from this was the Chinese actresses in this are really pretty. Yes. I concur. That's I don't really have much else to to say. This is a stunt movie. I watch yeah. it. Yeah. Do you, do you have a favorite Jackie Chan movie? Oh. I think Rush Hour is mine. Rush Hour might be the best one. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I'm sure there's there's one I'm not thinking of because I'm on the spot here. What's the is it which rush hour is it where he they do the joke um Chris Tucker says he got a head like Barry Bonds. <laughs> uh I don't know. There's so <laughs> many rush hours. Oh, there are. But that was good. I remember just getting a kick out of that, you know. Just I just I just got a little chick. I just got so tickled listening to that junk. Yeah, I don't know. I like Jackie Chan. I like Jackie Chan movies. I don't know what my favorite movie would be, though. Well, while you ponder that, let's talk about this Adele DeZinth trailer. Okay. And it's called Strays. This is uh, one made specifically for you, I think. Nick put this on the list because he's a troll, a ghoul. (laughs) An abandoned dog teams up with other stray dogs to get revenge on his former owner. The owner is Will Forte. Uh, and the dogs are voiced by Will Ferrell and uh, Jamie Foxx and Isla Fisher and uh, Randall Park. And, like, uh, there's a lot of great people in this cast list here. However, <laughs> this is a really terrible looking movie. <laughs> it looks terrible. It's talking animals. And you may say, well, Ben, it's for adults. You know, it's a little bit different than all the ones you already hate. That makes no, it worse. No, it's not. It's it's even yeah. It's even worse. That it's, makes it's, it worse. It's it's all the things I hate plus that shock value vulgar humor that I don't like. It's literally two things I hate rather than just one. So this movie can never come out. How about that? That's what. That's my wish. You banish it. I banish it. Go back to the shadow. There's one funny part in this, and it's when Jamie Foxx is he's like a Boston Terrier, and he says this day can't get any worse, and then an eagle grabs him. However. However, they stole that joke from a webcomic. I think it was Penny Arcade. Yep, it was Penny Arcade. So, okay. There's a comic, a Penny Arcade comic, where the guy's standing there and he says, You were born in a rough year, Gracie. I swear they're not always like... It's from 2016. Uh, You were born in a rough year, Gracie. I swear they're not always like this. And it's almost over. We just got to stick it out one more week, all right? And then an eagle comes and grabs the dog. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, I, I know they stole that joke from this Penny Arcade comic. I know it. And even if no one will ever admit it, and you say, well, Nick, it's just a webcomic. They didn't see that. No. Penny Arcade is an extremely prolific webcomic. Somebody saw it, and somebody took the Penny Arcade joke, and they put it in this movie, and it's the only funny joke in the movie, and it's stolen from Penny Arcade. So this movie can double not come out. You can double stay in the, the can. Yeah, Penny Arcade knockoffers. All right, well, that does it for all the uh, new, new trailers, and that brings us to the trailer mailers. If you recall, uh, two weeks ago, we asked, if Exhibit showed up to your house to pimp your ride, what would you want him to do to it? And I'm actually glad that we waited uh, and did a two-week break because we only had one answer the first week, but then we got three more within the next week. So... So people are a little late listening, maybe. Yeah, they were a little late. Uh, it's a busy time in everyone's lives. So we can't hold it against them. It's true. Uh, so I'll start it off with Jen, who said, A Chia Pet car with a goldfish aquarium windshield. <laughs> 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 and knowing Jen, that just sprung immediately to her mind. Uh, she didn't have to think hard to come up with that. So that's pretty great. Kevin said, sacrifice my car's entire trunk space for a coffee bar with a synthwave motif, yes, Kevin, to fit the tacky appearance bill of the show in the best way possible, please. The ability to pull up to a space with friends and start slinging espresso drinks and pour-overs while blasting electronic grooves honestly sounds pretty great. We're not going to lie with you there. It definitely need a mini-fridge for milk, and the setup would have to be removable or... The harsh Wisconsin winters would destroy it outright, given all the water needed to make that function. Maybe hook it up with a toaster, uh, a toaster oven, to bake up some treats for said friendos. A true cars and coffee experience. I'll beat cars and coffee in the morning, Kevin, and I love your idea. Yeah, he uh, stuck that in there specifically for you. (laughs) 
uh, Missy, our friend Missy, uh, says, I need an equine motor coach. It's like a luxury RV with horse stalls. Of course, horse girl Missy coming in with her horse motorcycle. Yeah. Not a horse diving Missy. She doesn't do no horse diving. Yeah, yet. <laughs> I think it's illegal now. Well, uh, she's going to do it in the underground, the deep underground horse rings <laughs> of, of Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> the deep underground horse rings of Saturn pools where they have the horse diving. Okay, Jay says, I'm not heavy into zombie stuff, but I think it would be cool to have a vehicle that was zombie apocalypse ready. Yeah, you, that would be fun. Especially if you had like a big monster truck like in Zombieland 2. That's what yeah, I would do. That'd be sweet. Yeah. So, excellent answers, everyone. Fun to hear from you. And uh, we'd love to hear from you on um, with maybe some limericks. Maybe some, yeah. some lines for us to read on our new game. Some tongue twisters or limericks for uh, Stump the Robot with accents. Or if you think any of our uh, opinions are dumb. You know, we are the dumb dudes, and, and you can let us know. Yeah, or you can you. tell us. If we're stupid, tell us on Instagram at TrailerBlazersPodcast. If we're dumb, you can email us at TrailerBlazersPod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers, the uh, abandoned playground of the internet where we do not check notifications. Uh, if you want, you can rate it and review us on Apple Podcasts, which is still the best way for the show to gain traction uh, until the Patreon launches, which, yes, I'm working on it. It's, it's you know, I have to make sure I come up with things that I can dole out on a monthly basis so you people don't get mad at me. Also, if you want to get mad at me quick mickey's gonna tell you how to do it yeah i'll tell you right now you get mad at nick don't be mad at that guy he's just trying to get enough money to make an, a traveling espresso trunk in his car <laughs> like kevin because he loves kevin so much okay baby and, and let me tell you something you, you might say well is he gonna serve only do arabica beans or is he gonna do robusta beans well, probably not Robusta, but there is a movement of people who want to start losing Robusta beans because they do better in the heat. And, you know, we've got the global warming and climate science. So you need to coffee bean that's easier to grow, even if it's not as tasty, a little bit more bitter. And I'm just saying, why don't you use modern science and make like a hybrid where the Arabica bean can grow in the hot climates? That is a tip. Thank you, Quick Mickey, effervescent, reticulated, resplendent, as always, for the Trailer Blazers. My name is Nick Kelly, and I'm going for a joyride in the espresso trunk. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and yes, I still hate animal talking movies. Stop! Welcome back, folks, to the vid yo games. One quarter portion of the show. I have been playing video games, Nick. I haven't. I'm still stuck, and I haven't gone back to unstick myself. Maybe I'll get a chance to do that this weekend sometime. Maybe you will. <clears throat> What's the weather like this weekend in Wishkanshin? It's supposed to snow and be gross tomorrow. A perfect video game day. So, obviously, I've been playing Marvel Snap, okay? I can, I can quit anytime I want. Um, I changed the TV on my simulator. I saw that. Yeah, so I, I took away the 1080, old 1080p TV, and I put the 4K. It's like six, 65-inch, maybe? A 65-inch 4K TV with a native 120 refresh rate. Okay, don't even get it twisted. And then I bought Assetto Corsa Competizione because it was on sale for like $11 on Steam. I was like, why, why wouldn't I? And then... I installed all these mods on Assetto Corsa, the other game that I have. And so now I have all these different cars and tracks that I love, you know, like Watkins Glen and and, and the uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Uh, And it is awesome. I mean, it is a completely different experience on the big TV. So fun. Microsoft Flight Simulator is a different experience. Um, I've been flying around the, uh, the, the Pelican from Halo. I've been flying that around, and I've been flying around the Dark Star from Top Gun Maverick. Awesome. The experimental plane. So yep. that, very cool. Played a little bit of Forza 7, too. 
Uh, I will say Forza 7 is, uh, it doesn't utilize the strength of my wheel. You know how the wheel's like really strong when it fights against you and stuff? Yeah. On a set of Corsa, it's literally, literally like 10 times stronger. Um, so anyway, very fun. Love that. We're, I'm back in simulator land, baby. I That's all I want to do. That's very good. Uh, all right, so that's what we've done. Had been playing. Um, we have a, we have one little piece of new news here. Um, so there, it's, I don't even know. It's, it's not really news. It's more of a rumor. Okay. A rumor, yeah. Uh, the rumor is that a whisper, Namco, a whisper, a whisper in the dark, a whisper in the industry, dark. So the rumor is that Namkai band, Namkai, Namkai, Namkai Namkai band, Namco Bandai is reportedly working on a Soul Calibur remaster of the first game or even the entire series, a remaster of the entire series, or a new Soul Calibur collection. So we don't know what it is, but there is maybe some kind of... Have you ever played Soul Calibur? Is that the one where Yoda fights Street Fighter? Yeah. Well, it's not Street Fighter, but yeah, like Yoda's <laughs> in the is in one of the versions, yeah. It was like Link and Yoda and Spawn. No, I never played that. I just remember it being on the Walmart, the TV with the controller stuck yeah, to it. Yeah, I love Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur is one of my favorite fighting games. Back when I, you know, was playing fighting games, and we're too did- old for fighting games. Oh gosh, my my reaction time's terrible. You can forget yeah. it. Like I'd be like, this glass of wine is. is that's why you, I lose because I don't have the reaction time. Exactly. When you get old, you just drink wine and sit around. Yeah, I just read comic books. Yeah. Your the, your wine is your comic books. I'm uh, reading the original Frank Miller Daredevil run now. The you know introduction of Elektra and uh, where he's against Kingpin and stuff. Like everything Daredevil has been based on Frank Miller since since it came out. So reading that. Good stuff. Um, the only new video game like trailer type stuff we have that I thought was like worth talking about is this um, State of Unreal 2023. So uh, the Unreal Engine, which is a you know you build video games on it. Um, it the newest version is really good, like really good. <clears throat> yeah, it it looks incredible. So the first one that is like this. Um, uh, I guess it's like a car demo. Um, in the jungle. So they're driving around this Rivian uh, pickup truck in the jungle and they're procedurally generating things and they have realistic foliage and it looks better than any video game you've ever seen up to this point, I'll tell you that. And uh, incredible. Yeah, it did. It's really good. I want want this to start being in things that I play. Yeah. So... The, the future is bright for the graphics of video games. And maybe having some of this procedurally generated stuff will make uh, the lives of developers a little bit easier, yeah, which we sure. all want. We want them to get paid what they're worth, okay? And to maybe not do crunch at all ever again. Yeah. So that's what we want. The other one was a uh, Sinua Saga 2. Sinua. Sinua. Yep. Senua. Sinua. Sinua. Anyway, it's that, yeah. uh, like... Uh, Scandinavian looking lady that's uh, got she's a picked, I think. A picked. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the facial animations on this are incredible skin textures, unbelievable stuff. Yeah, I really like the idea of this because I love ancient Celtic stuff and Pictish folklore is great. Uh I I never played it. I wanna play this stuff. I don't know. I just I wanna I want more stuff like this. I like this. Yeah, one of the nice things about this is the upper lip movement. So that's like something that um, computer animation usually doesn't get right is like upper lip movement. Yeah, for sure. And, and this one has like several points of movement, it looks like. They always talk about that on Corridor Digital. Uh, oh, do they? When, when they talk about VFX, about the upper lip. Uh, it, usually they'll make it move too much because the upper uh, lips don't move that much in real life. Yeah. So they got. They, they need to get the subtleties. You the know, subtleties of the yeah. accent. That's right, Benjamin. Yeah, the subtleties of a co-way that you're doing there. <laughs> uh, all right, folks. Well, that that that's all that we got for the show today, isn't it? That's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. All right. For the Trelour Blazors, I'm Ben Moon, and I'm a remaster of myself in, from the past. <laughs> Happy Trailsers. And I'm Nick Kelly, and I fought Yoda on Street Fighter in Walmart. <laughs> Happy Trailsers. <laughs>
Uh, I had Armageddon, but they were filled with like Ru- like Reuben sandwich parts. So it was like Reuben Armageddon. Here we go again. When I get out, that's when they pull me back. And there it is. There it is. 